Please join the Weekly Standard for an important policy forum hosted in conjunction with Concerned Veterans for America and the Manhattan Institute on the morning of August 7th at the Harvard Club in New York City. Entitled Liberty versus Security, What is the Right Post-9-11 Balance in America? This free breakfast forum will feature an expert discussion on the subject of how we as Americans can strike the proper balance between our guaranteed individual liberties and the need for collective national security in a dangerous world. This event will feature remarks and discussion from Congressman Peter King, John Stossel, host of Stossel on Fox News Channel, and William Crystal of the Weekly Standard, followed by an expert panel discussion. There is no charge to attend the event, and breakfast will be served. Space is limited and filling quickly, so please RSVP today to ensure participation in this event. To register to attend Liberty versus Security, please click the link below the podcast. Now let's welcome Fred Barnes. Fred, thanks so much for your time. It's been another crazy week in Washington, and President Obama says he's going to pivot yet again on the economy. Are we ready for another pivot? Uh, Jay, well, he pivoted, and he, but, but he didn't have anything to say. I mean, he, he uh, when he talks about the economy, he has no agenda, but he talks about, well, you know, I'm going to devote the rest of my administration to to merely uh, uh, reducing inequality. Well, how do you do that? Well, I, if he had his work, his druthers, of course, he'd raise taxes, but uh, uh, he doesn't say that. A speech, an hour and five minutes. Gee, I mean, I have a headache just thinking about it. And <laughs> longer than a State of the Union address. The most interesting thing, though, that President Obama has said in the last week is these scandals, you know, that IRS and Benghazi and, and even the NSA uh, surveillance, Phony scandals. This is what the president called them, phony scandals, all one at the time when news of them broke. He said we're serious, and he was going to look, in, look into them, and he was going to make sure that the answers were found and the Benghazi killers, where they were, where they were tracked down and so on. Um, phony scandals. Phony president. Fred Barnes, how have people in Washington been responding to the phony scandal talk? Because I'll tell you, a lot, the, the, you know, the listeners to my radio show, et cetera, don't buy that at all. But you're right in D.C. Well, I think the phony scandal's idea is aimed at one group, and that's the national media. Uh, he, uh, I think, correctly understands, the president, that is, correctly understands that the media would like to move on to another story. They, they, they were never really comfortable with scandals that really... Uh, help Republicans and hurt the Obama administration, and I think that's uh, that's who he's aiming at. Phony scandals. You can move on to something else. There are other things here, and uh, uh, I think he is trying to uh, accelerate a trend that was already there. You could certainly see that the NSA scandals had been, uh, uh, rather, the IRS scandal had been covered a lot a lot less lightly, even though things were happening. Uh, Benghazi's been completely forgotten uh, here in Washington. And the NSA scandal has been one that uh, was that hasn't been treated here uh, as a scandal, and you can make a case that it wasn't one. But uh, here, except for a few uh, folks on Capitol Hill, but certainly not a majority, even after that close vote in the House, um, I think uh, uh, that hasn't been treated with the seriousness it deserved. Fred, there's been a lot of also renewed talk about the budget and looking forward and the possibility of another train wreck, crisis, cliffhanger, et cetera. And people are trying to connect uh, funding for Obamacare with either the debt ceiling or a budget for the mm -hmm. president. Re Republicans are divided. What's the smart move here, in your opinion? 
Well, the smart move is one, and even Mike Lee, who's pushing hard as a leader against Obamacare, Mike Lee, the freshman senator from Utah, um, says, well, we're not going to say it's, uh, uh, you don't uh, say to the president, uh, you know, hold back on funding Obamacare or we're, or we're going to shut down the government. There's a problem with that. Now, there's been some advocates of that. There about a letter to Speaker Boehner in the House from about 60 Republicans said this ought to be their strategy, ought to be the Republican strategy. That's a crazy strategy for a very simple reason, Michael, and that is it changes the issue. Obamacare and its collapse and the train wreck that we already see beginning to happen as it's implemented is a great issue for a Republican, a great issue for conservatives. But when you shut down the government, it changes the issue entirely. Then the issue is shutting down the government. Well, look, the public is strongly uh, on Republican side on Obamacare. It will be strongly against Republicans on shutting down the government just because Republic, whenever the government shut down, Republicans are already blamed, uh, and, and particularly they're blamed when they're out there bragging about how that's their strategy, to shut down the government. Um, so uh, it would be crazy to do that. Keep Obamacare on the front run on the front burner, uh, because the American people are learning. Even though they were negatively uh, uh, inclined toward it in the first place, there were they're discovering now that it's worse than they ever dreamed. But you know, you say that, but I see news reports that the Obama administration is preparing to spend a lot of money telling people how great it is. They're prepared to spend mm-hmm. a lot of money saying you're going to get benefits out of this. Will that change the mm-hmm. equation? Uh, not much. The main thing the Obama administration is trying to do is sign up as many people as they can once the exchanges are opened in order just to put the uh, the uh, a, a sort of a, a, a put an official stamp on the program and also to sign up enough people uh, so that they'll say, look, the program's in place. We've already signed up people for it. And for Republicans, um, and I think for the country, once you've signed up somebody and made them dependent on you for a subsidy or for money, it's hard to take that back. I mean, it it, it just makes it harder to uh, get rid of Obamacare if it already has uh, a few million clients. And I think the figure they, the Obama people have used is they're, they're hoping to, in the beginning here, sign up 7 million people uninsured who they've signed up for Obamacare. Um, once they uh, have a whole lot of clients, they think at the White House, and maybe correctly, uh, that the program has established itself, that it is ongoing, and it'll be all the harder to uh, uh, terminate. You know, we've talked uh, quite a bit in the past, Fred, about the right way to handle the immigration reform issue. Mm-hmm. And the message was that the House was not going to get trapped in this. They weren't going to go anywhere near it. They were going to pass something separate. They weren't even going to get trapped in the rec- in, in conference committee. But now there's a lot of talk that leadership in the House may be trying to do something. Uh, you're our eyes and ears in D.C. Tell us, what's really going on? Well, I think uh, they're happy with their idea that, well, we're going to pass a bunch of a bunch of individual bills on things we like uh, about immigration reform, and if we, and maybe we will have a committee, uh, conference committee with the Senate after all, and we'll have those things there. The hard one is going to be, and they've already uh, the uh, House Judiciary Committee has already passed a, a four of them, and one of which would establish a guest worker program of 500,000 guest workers a year, mainly in agriculture. Uh, the hard one to pass will be a separate one on on a path to uh, citizenship. Um, we'll see what happens, but you know, Paul Ryan, uh, who is probably the leading 
pro-immigration reform House member, and he is influential, and he is terribly close to House Speaker John Boehner, uh, is always worth listening to. And he says, look, there's going to be a house, a floor vote on all these uh, individual items in October, I think he said, although Boehner's office has denied it, I believe Ryan. Uh, we'll have a vote on these, and then maybe we'll send them to a, a conference committee and, and see what happens. So uh, the uh, the bottom line here is that the House leadership is moving toward uh, passing some things and not uh, just refusing to take up Obamacare, uh, rather in immigration reform at all, which was uh, thought that they might do that, just say, forget it, we're not going to pass a bill. Well, I, I hope that that's what they do is just say forget it, but we'll see. Fred Barnes, thanks so much well, for your time. I, we you really know, appreciate they it. They, they think they can't really afford to do that politically. Uh, look, I'm for immigration reform, but the truth is that they probably could get away with it politically. I agree with you completely, Fred Barnes. Thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. Please join the Weekly Standard for an important policy forum hosted in conjunction with Concerned Veterans for America and the Manhattan Institute on the morning of August 7th at the Harvard Club in New York City. Entitled Liberty Versus Security, What is the Right Post-9-11 Balance in America?, this free breakfast forum will feature an expert discussion on the subject of how we as Americans can strike the proper balance between our guaranteed individual liberties and the need for collective national security in a dangerous world. This event will feature remarks and discussion from Congressman Peter King, John Stossel, host of Stossel on Fox News Channel, and William Crystal of the Weekly Standard, followed by an expert panel discussion. There is no charge to attend the event, and breakfast will be served. Space is limited and filling quickly, so please RSVP today to ensure participation in this event. To register to attend Liberty vs. Security, please click the link below the podcast.